Hello and welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Tozak, women's transformation coach, breathwork facilitator, and embodiment mentor. Here to guide you on the journey of coming home to who you truly are so that you can live a life as the most authentic, abundant, and aligned version of you. By listening to this podcast, you will gain more self-awareness, break past your subconscious blocks, fear-based stories, and limitations that are holding you back from living the life that you truly desire. You can expect to walk away feeling more connected and aligned with your purpose, your body, and your authentic self. We will be having conversations about everything energy, mindset, emotional intelligence, shadow and inner child work, and the conversations that you need to hear to take a look within and reclaim yourself as a powerful being and conscious creator. By listening to this podcast, you will learn practical and implementable tools to help you create your life by design and not by default. I am so excited to have you here today. Now let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Tailored Life Podcast. I'm so excited that you are here today listening in with me. I woke up probably about 20 minutes ago. It's only 9 o'clock my time, and I'm sitting in bed, drinking my coffee, just enjoying the slowness of my morning, and I wanted to talk today about the balance between the hustle season and the soft season because right now for the first time in a few years I'm entering into a hustle season and there's this stigma specifically in the coaching industry and the feminine empowerment and just us being in our feminine nature around hustle and it's got like a negative connotation to it so I want to unpack that a little bit and share a little bit about my experience of what I'm moving into with some new goals and some new intentions and some new desires and some of the mindset blocks and limiting beliefs and behavior changes and you know even just like ways of being that I'm shifting in this new season of my life. So when I started my business like five years ago I was very much in the hustle mindset But the hustle was coming from a place of lack and I didn't even really recognize it. So when I initially started my business, I had a full-time job and I was good and, you know, it was just like I was making money and then I was making a little bit of extra money and I was in a really, really stable place. But then after I quit my job, I went into a lot of scarcity and faith simultaneously. And what I mean by this is... I had a deep, deep fucking faith that no matter what, I was going to be successful in my business. It was just this like inevitable knowing that no matter what, I am going to be successful. No matter what comes up along the way, I am unwilling to fail. I am unwilling to quit. I am unwilling to give up on my dream. And I knew that the path of life coaching was absolutely the path that I knew I was meant to take. And Oftentimes, we don't know the path that our soul wants to take along the things that we are here to create. And if we're so attached to how it's going to happen, how long it has to happen in our time frame, we oftentimes get into scarcity. 
And most of the time, this scarcity comes from things like comparison. It comes from lack. It comes from low self-worth. It comes from self-doubt. It comes from overthinking and anxiety. And so at this point of my journey, you know, I had just quit my job and I was in a very, very abundant state of thinking and being. However, on a nervous system level, there was a level of scarcity that was still existing in my body. And for those of you who know my story, I ended up moving back home. My dad went back to jail. I went through a breakup and I had no money coming in. And my bank or my credit card got hit with a thousand dollar phone bill. And so this huge level of scarcity hit my system. And it was a lot of, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to make this work. I don't know how I'm going to make this work. I'm not meant to live at my mom's house. My heart is broken and I'm spiraling into low self-worth. I'm sipping my coffee, so please enjoy while I'm drinking with you. (laughs) So this chapter of my journey was one of the most powerful ones that I will always look back on in such gratitude, but well in it, it was incredibly, incredibly challenging. And you know when you're in a season of your life and you're like, oh my God, is this ever going to end? Am I ever going to get to the other side? Am I ever going to get through this darkness or through this challenge or through this pain or through this suffering that I'm in right now? And the answer is yes, of course. The answer is yes, of course. And what it requires is a willingness to look at the lessons that life is trying to teach us. Because I truly buy into the belief that everything is always happening for us, no matter how fucking hard it is, no matter how challenging it is, no matter how many times it's happened, no matter how bad it hurts, it is happening for you. And there's always something in the middle of it that you need in order to become the version of yourself that can hold and have and create and call in all that you desire. It is the initiation. It is the process of becoming the higher version of you. And in order to become the higher version of you, you must be willing to let go of the small self, the limiting beliefs, the stories, the scarcity, the stress, the imposter syndrome, the am I ready, am I good enough to do this? And along the way, oftentimes we're going to be met with really big challenges. We're going to be met with circumstances that are still a reflection of the past version of us and not quite yet the current version of us. And so there's this level of discipline that needs to happen in order for us to elevate into that next level. And so like I was sharing with you, you know, I was in this season and I was very, very, very much in the hustle, very much in the... I gotta fucking make it work. And there were elements of me that were coming from scarcity and there were elements of me that were coming from faith. And it's quite the dance and it's quite the balance. And you can usually feel within yourself where you're coming from. And in my experience, whenever I was coming from a place of I should or I have to or I need to or I must in order to blank, I was coming from lack and I was coming from scarcity. Whenever there was an obligation around it, it felt like, ugh, I gotta drag my ass to get this to happen. Whereas when it's coming from a, I get to do this. I am of service. I'm excited to do this. I'm fucking grateful to do this. What a privilege it is for me to be able to do this. And it's such a subtle but powerful shift. 
such a subtle but powerful shift. And actually, you know, our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings lead to our actions. And I think if you're anything like me, sometimes you get hung up on the mindset stuff and you overthink and overanalyze your energy and your thinking. However, it's so subtle and it's so simple of where am I coming from with this action? Am I coming from scarcity and contraction or am I coming from abundance and faith? And so when we step into the season of our sacred hustle, the hustle can come from a place of divine inspiration. It can come from a place of desire. It can come from a place of soul level excitement that is fucking fueling you so hard that it doesn't matter what is happening in your circumstances. There is something moving through you that is like, you are here to do this. You are here for more. You are here for more. And when you have that feeling of you are here for more, that is a fire that activates inside of you, that moves you. No matter what challenges you're facing, no matter what struggles you're in, no matter the actual reality of your life, You get your ass up and passion fucking moves you. And that passion is so powerful because it gets you going even when you don't think you can. And that is what I call the sacred hustle. And after we do the sacred hustle and we consistently check in with ourselves, and this is what I had to do for the first couple years was consistently check in with myself. Where am I coming from with this action? Am I coming from scarcity? Obviously, when I was in scarcity, I was working way fucking more because I felt like I had to, but I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. I wasn't having any of the results that I wanted, and I was burning myself out in the process. I was working my ass off, and if you know, you know that it doesn't matter how much or how hard you work, because obviously the hardest working person in the room or the person who works the most isn't always the wealthiest isn't always the most successful, isn't always the most liberated. Oftentimes, that is the person who is the most exhausted and burnt out. However, if you learn how to work with this energy of purpose and passion and power, it will fuel you to get up and to go, even when your human's going through a little bit of stuff. And so there's this level of sacred service that comes along with the sacred hustle. You know, it's when we are moved by something bigger than just our own stuff, bigger than our own circumstances. Because oftentimes when we are in that season of scarcity hustle, it's usually because we are coming from, I need to change my circumstances and I need to be at this level or I need to be here or I must do this. And when we're coming from that place, of course, it's going to feel like scarcity because we're coming from a place of lack. That's when you feel like you have to work because that's what someone said you should do. But honestly, you're burnt out and you need to fucking chill out. Or when you feel like you're not going to pay your bills on time, so you go into this hustle, hustle, hustle mode, but then you burn yourself out and can't even fucking do it because you get sick, right? We are not meant to hustle from scarcity. That's the illusion and that's the lie that so many of us have bought into because it's what we've grown up around. It's what we've seen around us. But it's not the truth. The truth is, is that... We are not meant to conditionally create our circumstances. We are meant to consciously create our circumstances. We set a desire from this place of more, more, more. This feels good for me. Not because I'm lacking it in my reality, but because it w- what it will expand me into. 
because of what it will expand me into, because of who I will become in the process. And so as I did that, as I did that in that second year of business, it was a lot easier. It was like I woke up with passion. I woke up with a fire inside of me. And the results? Easy. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about alignment, right? Alignment can come from the sacred pause and the beingness and that rest and that season of being fully surrendered in your feminine. You can create abundance in those states. All of your needs are supported in those states. And it can also come from the hustle season. And so I'm sharing with you with you guys right now because I am currently stepping into my season of discipline and sacred hustle and you know evoking a new level of myself which is super fucking exciting and also incredibly scary because I know that with the intention and the desire for more it means I'm asking more of myself it means I'm stepping into a new level of growth a new level of challenge a new level of me and what that means is letting go of some of the blocks and the limiting beliefs and the scarcity that still lives in my body. And what I've learned from running a business and being an entrepreneur for the last four years and honestly never fucking giving up, even when it got really, really, really fucking hard and I didn't know if I was going to make it, I still kept going because there was a vision inside of my heart that outweighed any of the situations or the emotions or even the stories that I was having. You know, because oftentimes the stories are the thing that fuel the scarcity. The story that it's going to run out, the story that we're not good enough, the story that we have to do more, the story that we're behind, the story that we're not doing enough, the story that whatever the fucking story is. That story fuels the scarcity. And those stories have popped up several times on my journey. You know, if you've been following me for a while, you know that I've spent the last two and a half years living and traveling nomadically. And well, those are the like best fucking times of my lives and the times of my life. And I'm so fucking grateful for them. There was a lot of challenge that came along with them. You know, we see the highlight reel of travel oftentimes, but we don't see the stuff that happens behind the scenes. And one of the biggest challenges that I faced was not knowing where I was going to live oftentimes. And it created this deep, deep feeling of a lack of safety. And I remember for the first few months of this journey, it was like a, oh, where am I going to live? Where am I going to live? Where am I going to live? And for me, you know, I've got a Taurus moon. I've got a Taurus Mercury. I've got a Taurus Mars. I've like my Vedic astrology. My sun is Taurus. Like I am hardcore in my Taurus energy. And my Taurus is also in my eighth eighth house. So it's very much around like materialism and stability and resources. And I fucking love stuff. Like I love stuff. I love luxury. I love beautiful spaces. I love environments. I love nice things. It's just a part of my nature and I fucking love that part of me. And while I was traveling, there would be times where I'm like, oh my God, am I going to be able to pay for the nice place this month? Because being an entrepreneur, sometimes our income goes up, sometimes it goes down. And you have to learn how to access this level of safety and certainty within yourself that no matter what your needs are going to be met. And on that same note, 
I didn't always have this level of safety within myself to be able to feel secure and manifest that in my external reality. And a lot of that came from heartbreak, to be completely honest. A lot of it came from my relationship with men. A lot of it came from the relationship with the man that I was with. And not to completely give my power away, but I, you know, as a woman, as a feminine-natured being, we are very flowy, we're very fluid, we're very mergy in our nature. And for me, I always, always loved having a partner in my life. Like, I fucking love love. And I love being in a relationship. And I love who I am in a relationship because I'm very nurturing and I'm very loving and I'm very soft and I'm also very powerful in the right relationship. However, in the wrong relationship, I'm very submissive in like a negative way. I'm very, uh, I'm trying to like fall back into a past version of myself. I'm, you know, very scared, very insecure, very triggered, very stressed the fuck out, very strung out, very on edge especially when I was with the wrong man. And so that level of insecurity in my relationship directly affected my relationship with money because our nervous system and our level of safety actually directly impacts our relationship with money. How much money we feel safe to receive, how much money we feel safe to give away, how much money we feel safe to spend, how much money we feel safe to have. All of it is a direct reflection of our nervous system. And all of these things are reflections of what's happening in our reality. The relationships that we're choosing, the environment that we're choosing to live in, the level of confidence that we have, the level of like self-worth that we have. All of these things are impacting this. And so I went through the season of, you know, when I was in Costa Rica, being super fucking insecure about myself, being insecure, being um not feeling safe, not feeling confident, not feeling like I could use my voice, not feeling like I could ask for my needs to be met. And so my relationship with man directly reflected my relationship with God, directly reflected my relationship with source, with the universe. And so there's this really interesting paradox that started to happen where obviously my money was limited because the level of love and intimacy I was receiving was limited. I felt like I had to ask and beg for it and it was never given to me and so it was this constant level of scarcity that was living inside of my body where I'm like trying and trying and trying and trying and trying and not getting what I fucking wanted and so I look back on a lot of the relationships in my life and I could see hmm I see how my relationship with men was directly reflected of my relationship with money and no wonder I was hustling from scarcity because I felt like I had to And you know, obviously men and women work very fucking differently from each other. Men do hustle. Men work hard. Men have a 24-hour energy cycle, whereas women, we have a 28-day energy cycle. Our energy ebbs and flows and fluctuates based on our hormones. We're not meant to work the same way that men do. And so your season of hustle is going to look different from the man that you're with. But my issue in the past, and I hope you learn from my mistakes, is... I would hop on their hustle. I would work with them. I would burn myself out trying to keep up with their energy rather than actually trusting my body because I didn't feel like I was enough. I felt like if I didn't meet my needs, then I was going to lose everything. And so there's this level of unraveling in terms of the scarcity 
that I am stepping into. And it's really fucking exciting because now, now I am in the healthiest relationship of my life with my future husband, who is the best provider, protector of my heart, the most loving man. Like last night, he literally spent an hour and a half just giving to me, where we literally laid in bed and he was like, what would you like tonight? And what it got me to realize is like, wow, there's this part of me that's so scared to ask for what I desire because in the past I used to have to fucking fight for it and not get it. And so in this relationship, you know, we like laid in bed and he was like, what would you like? Like, what are you desiring tonight? And a lot of what we're doing together is even healing my relationship with my sexual, sexual energy and sexuality because the past version of me would like people please and have sex even when my body said no and you know perform even if I didn't feel like I wanted to because I was seeking validation and like there's so much to unpack here I could make a whole podcast about it but just gonna put that little plug in there that now in this relationship my boundaries are so fucking strong I say no when it's a no and it's received well I ask for what I desire and it's received well and then on top of that I'm like I get to ask for more I get to ask for more like you want me to ask for more what the fuck it's this amazing thing and so my relationship with him directly reflects my relationship with God you know God source universe however you want to name it but like sky daddy honestly source it's like hey I desire this I desire this I desire this and you as the feminine being receiving get to get to receive and the thing is about the feminine is she doesn't just receive 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 she receives to create she receives to nourish that seed and to give it back you know we think about it the feminine is not meant to just receive and never actually do she's meant to receive and then create And what I mean by this is when we receive the sperm from a man, our egg takes it and she turns it into a fucking life. And then we birth something with it. So everything that you're receiving, you're actually meant to allow it to nourish you and to fill you up to the point where you were able to give back, to give back, to give back your heart, to give back your energy. But it's like this beautiful dance between receiving to the point where we can give, not receiving and then just keeping it all for ourselves, and also not giving every time we receive. So it's this dance that we get to move into expanding our capacity to receive more and then doing something sacred with it. Being of service to the planet, being of service to our purpose, being of service to our partners, being of service to the women that we are here to help, being of service to our children, all of it. So we as women are here to be of service. And the more that we expand our capacity to receive, the more that we can give, the more that we can be of service in a really powerful way. And so what the lessons that I'm moving into, right? Like last night I was sharing that I was like, oh my God, I I don't even know what to ask for. I'm receiving so much. I don't even know what to ask for. This is new for me because I'm so used to having to fucking fight for my supper. (laughs) Please see me. 
please help me feel like I'm enough. Please like give me something. And in that constant, like just getting enough. And so even the last three years of my business, you know, I've made the same amount of money, which is such a fucking blessing. Like I've made six figures the last three years in a row. And I'm so fucking grateful. And, and I'm at this point where I'm like, I'm ready for more. I'm ready for more. I'm ready to take the gift and create more with it because I know that more money equals more me. More money equals me being more of myself. And so it's not the conditional, like, let me go get more money so that I can feel more free or let me go get more money so that I can have more stuff or let me go get more money so that I can feel safe. It's let me access all of those emotions and feelings and energies within myself and attract this money to me, attract this frequency to me, and actually do the fucking things in order to deliver on this. You know, I think a lot of women have this resistance to receiving because most of the time we know that we are here to also be of service with it. We, we have this like level of guilt of like, oh, I got to give. And so there is this super, like this podcast is so jam-packed with so many lessons. It's been so long since I've been on here. So I'm just in full flow state right now. But there is this fucking paradox. Oh, it's so, so like, I'm not going to judge it or anything because I fed into it. But in the coaching industry, people would say, you need to invest blank in order to make blank. You need to invest all this money in order to make this money. And what a fucking limiting belief this does. What a limiting belief this does where you're like, I'm going to overextend myself all the way, dysregulate my nervous system, put myself into a state of scarcity because then I am a match for this money because I'm working with this mentor. No, 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 no. That is not the way it works. It is not the way it works. You don't have to invest money in order to make money. If you invest from a place of expansion and desire, inevitably you're going to align with the version of yourself that makes more money. But you don't have to put yourself into a state of scarcity in order to make this money. That is a mistake that I made. That is a mistake that a lot of people make in the coaching industry. The thing is, yes, invest in a way that stretches you. Yes, in a, invest in a way that is fucking uncomfortable and makes you scared. But not in scarcity. There's a vast difference. There's a difference between I'm going to put my money on the line because I know that this is going to expand me versus I'm going to put my money on the line because I feel like I have to. Because I feel like if I don't, I'm not going to make any money because that's what someone said on Instagram. No, we're just, no, 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 no. This is not how this works. How this works is there are going to be people along your journey that expand you, that inspire you, that activate you, that mirror you, a higher version of you back to you. Those are the people that you're like, there's something about her that I want to walk with. There's something about her that I feel a resonance with. I don't know what it is, but I know there's something here for me. And that woman or that man or that person has a price range in order to work with them that invites you to a higher level version of yourself that stretches you and expands you into a new version of you. Those are the people you invest in. And then there are people who have used manipulative marketing tactics that say things like, you know, you got to invest in order to make money. And I know I made this mistake in the past too, where I said this exact same thing. And I'm like, fuck, no wonder I got into such a dysregulated state and I'm so scared to invest sometimes 
like many of you are, where you're like, oh, you know, I actually don't want to overextend myself. I want to invest in a way that expands me, but I don't want to invest so much that I literally can't fucking pay my bills. And so I had this a few years ago where I invested into working with a woman and it was very much out of this like, you need to do this in order to be a match. And I did it in order to be a match. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I don't even have enough money for fucking rent this month. So I had to cancel because I literally couldn't pay anything. And I was in such a dysregulated state. I just moved to a new country, just went through COVID, just got a, went through a breakup. Just like, you know, my nervous system was shot. I literally didn't even have the capacity to stretch myself into that. And I went through this whole fear guilt trip around that. And so there's this waking up that we're having in the coaching space. Whether you're a coach, whether you're an aspiring coach, or whether you are just an amazing human being who's like, you know you're here to be of service. Regardless, part of coaching is challenging someone into a higher version of themselves. And there is an energy of, I'm gonna hustle into this version of me because I know it's gonna expand me versus I'm gonna hustle because I feel like I have to, right? It's the same energetic that we're talking about through the duration of this podcast. There's always a dance between the scarcity and the rise. There's always a difference. So where was I? There's so many things that I've talked about in this. What I'm talking about is the sacred hustle in the direction of our soul's desires, right? That being fueled by passion, being fueled by purpose, being fueled by service, and how inevitably, right? We talk about the law of reciprocity. Everything that you give, you shall receive. Everything that you give, you shall receive. But it can't be from this conditional giving. It can't be from the I'm going to give so that I can. I'm going to do this so that I can this, right? That's the fucking people pleaser. The people pleaser says, well, I'm going to give to you so that you can do this for me. Or I'm going to show up this way so that you can do this for me. I'm going to do this for you so that you, like, that is the people pleaser. So if there's any part of you that you notice is giving with conditions, notice where this is a manipulation on your part. Don't shame or judge yourself for it. Just notice it. Have compassion for that part of you that believes that, it can't unconditionally receive because if you're uh, if you're conditionally giving it's also because you believe that you can't unconditionally receive you believe you have to do something in order to whatever but what if you could unconditionally receive what if wouldn't you unconditionally give as well you know i was having this conversation with this woman the other day and she was sharing how she has a really really hard time receiving love from her partner and we unpacked it a little bit to be honest she was my nail lady and she was like i have a hard time receiving love from my partner and what it came down to is that she and he have a different love language and because they have a different love language she needs to ask for her love she needs to ask for him to love her in the way that she desires to be loved but then when he gives it to her she feels like she can't receive it she's like oh, i just this I can't receive it. I can't receive it. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel right. And then we unpacked it a layer deeper and we recognized that she doesn't actually give unconditionally. And what I mean by this is when someone asks her for something, she will give it no matter what. 
even if her body is saying there's a boundary here, even if her body is saying no, even if her body is saying, I'm not available for this, she'll do it anyway. And so of course, if we're not unconditionally giving, we're gonna have a hard time receiving. So notice if that exists anywhere inside of you. And if it does, beautiful. Challenge yourself to receive and give without conditions. Receive and give without conditions. Just notice, how can I give without any expectation? How can I give without any conditions? This goes for your relationship. This goes for your service and your business. This goes for your content. This goes for your friends. This goes for your family. This goes for fucking anyone, anywhere, money, all of it, right? That same paradox existed within the coaching industry. And that's why I brought it up because it's like, oh, well, I have to do this in order to this. Any single time that we are saying, I have to blank in order to blank, We are conditionally creating our circumstances. We are conditionally creating. When we're conditionally creating, we're always saying that something else needs to happen in order for me to do this. This is not the law of the universe. This is not how things work. And so the challenge here is how can I be in this state of giving and receiving without any conditions, without any expectations? Because I know no matter what, it's going to come back to me, but I don't know how or when it's going to come back to me. And so we circle all the way back to the very beginning when I was sharing with you about my business. And at that very beginning stage, I was giving, 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 giving. And I wasn't burning out. I wasn't burning out until I went into scarcity. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to make sure I have a roof over my head. I got to make sure I have my bills paid. I got to make sure this. Inevitably, I was always fucking supported inevitably my needs were always met not because i was stressing myself out in scarcity but because god's fucking got me because i am supported because inevitably my needs are always met and like feel that inside of your body look around my needs are always met my needs are always met i am safe i'm okay i'm here i'm now like we are good we are good you know we still have these old patterns that live inside of our body that live inside of our subconscious that we need to clear out even yesterday you know i was on my way to the gym with scott and we opened up this conversation around scarcity and i had a whole emotional trauma release around it and it was a 20 minute process of me sitting in the car crying and releasing and regulating myself because I had all of this unprocessed stuff that was still living inside of my system. And I made a little video about it that I might share one of these days, but honestly, it was one of the most relieving things because instead of me pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and trying and trying and trying and trying, it's like, let myself go all the way into the feeling that I'm so fucking afraid of. And recognize that on the other side is more freedom. You know, that is the key. To feel fucking fully. So anyways, back to my (laughs) growth. I am in love with this podcast. I don't know if you are, but I am in love with this podcast. It's like deep and jam-packed and full of so many life lessons and wisdom. Like if you're not taking notes re-listen again and take notes because I'm going to go back and listen to this and take notes from my own perspective. That's a beautiful thing about channeling too is that 
you're not only doing it for whoever's listening to you, but you're also doing it for yourself. And that's this whole thing about being of service. You know, sometimes we're in our own shit and we're like working through our own patterns and whatever. And we are, we get so in our own bubble and realm of reality. But one of the best things that we can do is literally just be of service to someone else. Like you're struggling, you're not alone. You're going through something, you're not alone. So right now, you know, we're in our house and I'm stepping into this season of like what I'm calling sacred hustle, where it is about discipline again, where it is about I'm going to the gym consistently, I'm eating fucking good, I'm getting up, I'm doing a morning routine, I'm doing breath work, I'm showing up to all of my stuff, I'm podcasting again, I'm time blocking, I'm like, you know, working. I'm working and I'm working and I'm working and it feels fucking good because the last couple of years I've been in what I call my feminine flow state and that was like traveling that was being free that was going with the flow that was being spontaneous that was booking one-way flights that was just like that was my era and I fucking loved that era I'm so grateful for it and obviously there's a level of cap that I had in that era like my income didn't increase my creation didn't increase because I only had so much space and so I'm evoking a new level of my inner masculine, which means more discipline, but also still more freedom. If you've ever heard that quote, like discipline creates freedom, I used to fucking hate it. Like one of my mentors said that to me and I was like, fuck you. I don't believe that. <laughs> like, I don't believe that and I'm not buying into that belief. However, I went rebellious, hardcore in the other direction. How much freedom can I chase? Freedom, freedom, freedom. But the thing is, is if we're just fully in our feminine, we're actually too flowy that we don't have the freedom because everything is just constantly merged with each other. Like you're in your head, you're thinking about this thing, you gotta do this thing, you gotta do this thing, this thing, this thing. There's no structure. And so the feminine without the structure is actually really fucking messy, which is beautiful. However, what they won't tell you is that there is a level of masculine that needs to be evoked within your life. And if you're anything like me and you had rebellious resistance to the masculine, there's a level of like reintegration and reclamation that's coming from a place of respect for the masculine and not a fuck you rebellion, you know? And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at with like, you know, Scott and I have been together for just about a year now and we've been deep 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 in the healing work and deep in the you know healing on so many levels and like I'm gonna have him on the podcast to talk about some of the stuff that we've navigated together but one of those things is like healing my relationship with the masculine and what I've learned is that you know my relationship with my inner masculine will always reflect on my relationship with my masculine like my masculine counterpart the man in my life and so rather than like blaming the men for something and getting them to change it's like well no how can i heal and integrate that within myself and we're going to be covering a lot of that in devotion which is my upcoming program for women who are wanting to create a healthy relationship with their men with their inner masculine but what it means is we get to really fucking love on our inner masculine from a place of like respect and so that's what i've been doing is evoking this level of like structure and discipline in a way that feels really good for my masculine and also for my feminine and 
in unpacking this, I'm recognizing all of the old scarcity patterns, like where my structure used to come from was scarcity. And I'd overwork myself. I'd overextend myself. I'd burn myself out. And I imagine a lot of you relate to that, especially if you're either if you're an entrepreneur or maybe you're an entrepreneur and you still have a job on the side because there's a part of you to a part of you that's scared to fully let go and lean all the way in. This is the invitation that all of our trust with money, with men, with life actually stems from our relationship with God, with source. And I'm not talking about religion at all. Like I do not subscribe to any religious beliefs. I know that if you're listening to this, you already know that about me, but God is the source of all, right? God being all that there is, life around you, all of it. And so if we have this trust in life and we know no matter what, we are supported, inevitably that's reflected back to us. And it's taken me some time to really believe this because I've had a lot of like trauma and PTSD that I'm still working through. But what it's showing me is, you know, the more that I trust in life, the more that I truly, truly, truly trust in life, the easier it is to surrender into all that I desire and to ask for what I want. I'm going to wrap this one up for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I am so grateful for you spending this time with me today. And if you had any takeaways from this episode, I would love if you'd share them with me. And if you have any sisters or friends or people in your community that you know would benefit from this podcast, I would so deeply appreciate you share it with them or even share it on your social media. And aside from that, I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day and I will catch you on the next episode.